let's get you back to On the Map. Here's Dave Plyer. On the map tonight is Graceland. The King Elvis Presley left us 46 years ago this week, and his home is a sight to be seen. You can experience 120 acres dedicated to the life and career of this American legend in Memphis, Tennessee. You can see Elvis's mansion, the gold records, the jewel jumpsuits, the classic cars, interactive exhibits that let you experience Elvis like never before. Then you can also stay at Graceland's AAA Four Diamond Resort Hotel, the guest house at Graceland. And to talk about it all is Alicia Dean from Elvis Presley Enterprises. Welcome to On the Map, Alicia. Hi, thank you so much for having me, and what an introduction. I think you you nailed that description. Did I? Great. Okay, perfect, perfect. Well, I will tell you, it's been probably about 10 years since I've been to Graceland, but man, it is a surreal place to experience, isn't it? It absolutely is, and wow, I can't believe it's been 10 years, and actually, that kind of makes me happy. You know why? Because we see thousands of visitors here every single day, and to know that there are still people that uh, haven't been out here to see um, how much our complex and our property has grown uh, kind of gives me hope for the future, because <laughs> really, our goal is is to keep people coming back year after year and to extend that to where they share it with uh, their next generation. So hopefully, you'll be able to come <laughs> see us in the next, I don't know, couple months. Yeah, I think so. I think I need to do that. Exactly. You know, talk to us a little bit about the history of Graceland, even before Elvis bought it. Wow. I mean, so uh, basically, uh, Graceland was built in 1939, and it sat on about a 500-acre cattle farm. Um, It wasn't until 1957 when Elvis came in and purchased the home, and he only purchased um, about 13 acres of that. And I think, you know, one of Elvis's probably biggest regrets was not buying more land because right after Elvis bought Graceland and moved in, uh, they had it fenced off, but neighborhoods started popping up right around the property and those houses are still there today. So um, it's, it is a great piece of property. It's, it's very large and Elvis actually used it to uh, max capacity because Elvis eventually had um, horses on property and uh, they used to ride horses all around the acreage and he would have go-karts that they would ride around. And I mean, Elvis was just a big kid. So uh, they, they would use all of their toys and play in the acreage that they had. And honestly, I mean, Graceland was his home. He loved being here. He loved showing it off. And that that's that's the same way we feel today, just having that open door policy. We welcome everybody and want you to come experience uh, what, what it was like to live at Graceland. You know, you said Elvis was a uh, just a big kid, but he was a kid. He was 22, like 1957. He right. just took off. Like this was his big year of stardom, you know, working on a second motion picture, Loving You, with Jailhouse Rock to follow. He bought it for $100,000, which is just over a million dollars in today's money. Not bad for a singer that just hit the scene. Not bad. You're exactly right. And I can't even imagine having that kind of stardom at 22. I mean, my gosh, I was 22 and I started this job. So I I understand, uh, you know, what it's like to be that that young. But you're right. I mean, Elvis was a superstar. And that was the reason why he bought Graceland. This wasn't the first home that Elvis lived in uh, when they moved to Memphis. They lived in uh, several several homes, the Presleys did, uh, once they moved to Memphis. But you know, he lived um, out in kind of East Memphis in a suburb right before Graceland. And it was on that rise to stardom that fans started figuring out where Elvis lived. And they had they had to move because oh it was gosh, yes. bothering the neighbors yeah, that, right. that the fans were showing up and, right. you know, being in, being in his yard. So, uh, so yeah, it, it truly is 
amazing to know that by the age of 22, Elvis bought this massive home for his parents, and that that was his dream, to be quite honest. He he wanted to provide um, an amazing life for both his mother and his father. Um, unfortunately, Gladys, his mother, didn't get to spend much right. time at Graceland because she passed away the following year. But Elvis continued to live there for 20 years until his passing in 1977. You know, I remember the, the basement, the TV room, with the classic tube TVs on the wall when I visited. That was like my favorite room of the whole house. But I will yeah, tell you, yeah, right, absolutely. right? But let's talk about what visitors will experience as they enter the front door of the mansion. Wow, when you walk into Graceland, you are actually walking through the same front door that Elvis would have opened to greet you, that he brought home baby Lisa Marie from the hospital to Graceland. So you're walking into this foyer, and that's honestly where Elvis would have met you. He would have come downstairs, greeted you in the foyer. He was known for, you know, doing a few karate moves for you. He wanted to show <laughs> off. And so, um, and if you were lucky, uh, the room to the right, the first room you see on the tour is the living room, and through that room is the music room where a beautiful piano sits. Right. There was actually one of three pianos that sat in that room through Elvis's lifetime. And what they would do is they would sit around that room and, you know, play music and sing. And it was just, the the house was just filled with music and love and, and family. And, and it's just a beautiful experience. And you'll see the, the stained glass peacock windows that Elvis put in. And fun fact, in case you did not know, I mentioned uh, horses before, but Elvis had all sorts of animals on the property, including peacocks. And they actually had to get rid of the peacocks because they would peck the paint off the Cadillacs um, out, out, out on the driveway. So they, they, the peacocks went to the Memphis Zoo. But um, that's not why he put in the peacock stained glass windows. I mean, and uh, he had heard that peacocks represent eternal life. And so he thought that was beautiful oh. and, and put those stained glass peacocks in. So when you, when you come into the mansion, really the first thing is going to catch your eye. Not only is the grand staircase that led to Elvis's bedroom, uh, the gorgeous chandelier, but once you walk in, you'll see these beautiful stained glass peacock windows. And then there's the kitchen, of course, um, the pool room, the famous jungle room, his father's office. And you guys really have restored it uh, all these years and really restored it to its glory and how it looked in, in, in 1977. It's a, it's a flashback in time. Oh, yeah. I think that's the number one thing that people say when they come through. People point out different things like, you know, the ashtrays. They're going, oh, my God, my, mm-hmm. my grandmother had right. that. Or I had that carpet in the furniture. I mean, it really is. It's just it's a, it's a time capsule. And uh, I, ha- I have to give a massive shout out to our archives team. We have a, an amazing archives team here who that is their job to preserve all of the, the artifacts, the home itself. And, you know, we go through a, you know, a, a really amazing restoration process with each item because you can't just, you know, treat every item the same. You have to treat paper documents different than you do clothing, sure. than you do, you know, leather saddles. I mean, so we have we have over, you know, a, a 1.5 million items in our collection alone, um, and o- about a million of those are documents, which is incredible. And that's, that's actually what has given us the flexibility to be able to you know, tell so many different stories about Elvis and to also, you know, put these things on display and keep things new and fresh for people that come year after year and create different exhibits. And, and that's one of the great things about coming to Graceland. We have this amazing uh, complex that's called Elvis Presley's Memphis. It sits directly across the street from Graceland that has numerous exhibitions, and I'm talking everything from Elvis's cars to an exhibit about Elvis's time in the Army um, to jumpsuits. 
So you really do see uh, the full the full Elvis story when you come here. Yeah, it's the uh, there's all kinds of exhibits in there. So you've got the Elvis Entertainer Career Museum, uh, Elvis '68. So it's it's really talking about that television special that he did. Uh, you know, and it takes you through the journey from scripts until showtime, um, right. the making of the Elvis movie. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, you know what's interesting about the making of the Elvis movie exhibit is that, you know, when you think about just movies in general, there's not, you don't, you don't see the items that, you know, Tom Cruise wore in Top Gun. You don't see, right. you know, the wardrobe from other movies unless you're going to, you know, a backlot tour. Um, and I mean, where else in the world can you find something like this? So it's a very unique thing, just even for movie fans to go, oh my gosh, we have a, a full exhibit of wardrobe and items and even, you know, the inspiration that Baz Luhrmann had, you know, to put together this movie. We have it here at Graceland and it's it's actually really, really neat. I don't know if you saw the movie or not, but did, yeah. some of my favorite items from that movie, uh, the, the cane that Colonel Parker, played by Tom Hanks, right. that has the clown head on it. Uh, it's a very, <laughs> very uh, dramatic scene in the movie where they're in the fairgrounds. Um, you can see that cane really, really well. And it's here. We have that here. And I just think that is so cool because you just you can't find that um just in the movie world alone and so you know again elvis did it again yeah (laughs) he did (laughs) if you if you come here uh elvis does the rest and he he really is the 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 reason that we're all sitting here and people just come from around the world to to see all different kinds of uh pieces of his life and to have this next generation of items that we can share to connect with that younger fan base is really unique. Did they end up coming to Graceland at all before filming and looking at the artifacts and looking at some of the things so that they made sure it was as authentic as possible? Oh, absolutely. So Baz Baz started working on the film about five years before it it was released. And he spent months here at Graceland. He was in our archives. We gave him access into, you know, researching pretty much anything he wanted because we wanted it to the story to be told right. I mean, as, as you would. So he was... I mean, and it's one of those things, unless you come here and you're paying attention to the little details, Baz Luhrmann is known for his Easter eggs in movies, right? And right. so um, I'll give you an example, and this is something that, you know, the the regular uh, person, even the regular fan might not know, but he did so much research and figured out that Elvis had in the collection, he had two uh, KitchenAid, you know, stand mixers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and in the in the scene where they're moving into Graceland, you see two people carrying two KitchenAid mixers through the house. Uh. And so, again, you would never know that, but we, we noticed it to go, oh, yeah, we have two of those. <laughs> and so awesome. th- that just goes to show yeah. that he... He was paying attention. He did the research, wanted to throw little Easter eggs in there. And amazingly enough, none of that movie was filmed in Memphis. It was all filmed in Australia. And he went down to the smallest of detail, replicating Graceland, that when you come into Graceland, and like I was mentioning before, the the foyer, Mm -hmm. this wallpaper on the walls is like a basket weave type of material. Mm -hmm. Um, It's actually really beautiful, but he, he replicated that. So even down 
to the smallest of detail of the wallpaper, that's what Baz did. So you knew he put a lot of tender loving care into this film and he, he, he got it right. I mean, there's a lot of things, you know, that were, I guess, out of timeline, perhaps in terms of like a song uh, being put in the movie, maybe years before it was released, but he did it for dramatic effect. I would say that 90% of the movie is accurate. I love that. I love that. We're talking Graceland with Alicia Dean from Elvis Presley Enterprises, and there's more on the map next on 720 WGN. Let's get you back to On the Map. Here's Dave Plyer. We're talking Graceland with Alicia Dean from Elvis Presley Enterprises. So there's, you know, Graceland was listed in the National Register of Historic Places in 1991, uh, becoming the first site recognized for significance related to rock music. It was declared a National Historic Landmark in 2006, also a first for such a site. There were so many life events that happened at Graceland for Elvis. But also, there's the meditation garden and Elvis's grave, along with those of his parents, his grandmother, uh, recently Elvis's daughter, obviously Lisa Marie, grandson Benjamin, all located on the property. Yes, yeah, so it is It is a very sacred place now. So when Elvis bought Graceland, this was something that was not originally there. Um, he kind of put it together, honestly, as a, as a place of peace. Um, and this was not the... In a first intentional burial spot for his family. Uh, like I mentioned before, uh, Gladys's mother passed away in 1958, and she was buried at the Forest Hill Cemetery, which is right down the road from Graceland. So when Elvis passed away in 1977, he was laid to rest with his mother. And, you know, a couple months later, his, his father, Vernon, uh, they, they were nervous. They were nervous about grave robbing, and so they worked with um, the city and the state to bring Elvis and Gladys back to Graceland and and that's where they are. So it wasn't it wasn't intentional. That was not Elvis didn't create the meditation garden for everybody to be laid to rest, but it actually worked out really, really well that they are here. Um and it just makes for a, a really special part of the tour and that's actually the whole um purpose of the candlelight vigil uh, mm-hmm. that we have on August 15th during Elvis week where fans gather from around the world. They stand out in the streets and they light their candles and they walk up the driveway in solemn remembrance of Elvis. And they're actually able to walk past um, the meditation garden and pay their respects to Elvis. And it's just on that night, it's just flooded with, you know, flowers and people leaving. I mean, you name I've it. I mean, it they leave, yeah. yeah, they leave, they leave flags from the countries that they're from and you know little mementos and even notes that just people just still love elvis so much absolutely it it really just it makes my heart happy because you know you go it's it's coming from a man who most of these people never met um but he impacted so many lives and still continues to do that so the meditation garden is a very special and sacred place and it is the last stop on your tour when you come to graceland um on the mansion side of the street and so it really to tell the story about Elvis as you, you know, walk through the house and walk through the different pieces of the property. Uh, the last piece of the tour is to, you know, pay your own respects to Elvis and his family. No question. And you guys also have special events year round. You just celebrated Elvis week since this was the anniversary of the week he passed, but you have concerts on site throughout the year. Oh my gosh. We, there is so much going on at Graceland. It's, it's actually hard for me to keep up sometimes. There is so much going on. And like you said, yes, we do have concerts. Uh, you can go to our website, gracelandlive.com. And there's really, it's a, it's a wide variety. I mean, 
everybody from Clint Black has played here to uh, Morrissey is coming up. And, you know, it's it's just been an absolutely fascinating thing to watch. Um, I myself, I've been here for 16 years, and I have seen this place transform and grow and to now see that we're having musical acts and bringing a whole nother, um, you know, fan base to yeah. Graceland to see shows um, that might have thought to never come to Graceland before. It's actually pretty awesome to watch, um, especially locals. Um, I love seeing Memphians come out to Graceland because, as you you know, may think, okay, if you live in New York City, you're not going to the Empire State Building or the Statue of Liberty, or you know, you're not you're not going to the the landmarks that tourists do. Um, so it's really exciting to watch that. Okay, we have we have musical acts and people are coming out to see our property, and then they get a little more interested about, oh, what is this place? Like, who? Maybe we should check into Elvis and see what this is about. So it's actually really exciting to see the the concerts have taken off, and we're really happy about that. It but sounds like a natural fit for sure, right? It, it is exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 perfect. I mean, with I mean, obviously, Elvis's music career has just you know really transcended time because you could pick up any Elvis record right now, and it's. It's timeless, True. truly. Absolutely. Um, but but not only do we have you know concerts, we have events all year round. We've got all sorts of events coming up around the holidays. Then we celebrate Elvis's birthday in January, and then we're right back into planning Elvis Week in August. And there's just a lot of different things that happen in between. So it it really does blow my mind every day that I'm going okay. Elvis has been gone for 46 years, and here we are still celebrating him, and people are still coming out, and people are still touring, and Elvis is more popular than ever. Absolutely. No question. And even though there's so much to see and do, there's also a guest house at Graceland, so you can stay there as well. So let's talk about the hotel and the restaurants on site. Absolutely. So, again, to be able to come here, come to Graceland, stay at the hotel, you're you're all right here. You are on campus so you can walk from the guest house. We are steps away from from Graceland itself and it's just a really cool experience. I mean the fans love it, especially on a week like Elvis Week where they can walk, you know, from our sound stage where we have a lot of our events. Um and then we have a lot of events at the guest house theater and so people can just go down from their room and, you know, see a show and we have two restaurants uh, within the hotel. And so, again, people are just, they come, they don't want to leave. We have an amazing pool. It's almost like being on a cruise ship a little bit. You Seems know, you like can that. come yeah. and, uh, yeah, you can come and say, or you can catch an Uber and head downtown to Bill Street if you wanted. There's so many options, but it really is an absolutely beautiful hotel. And the way that it was designed, I mean, it's, it's so beautifully done. So reflective think, of Graceland. Absolutely. It like, is, it, like it's always it been is. there. Yeah. Right, and people think, you know, oh, oh, I'm going to go stay at Elvis's hotel, and people could say, oh, that's cheesy. And actually, what's interesting is that Elvis wanted to build a guest house. We actually have renderings, and that's why it's called the guest house at Graceland. And so when when we were putting this together and designing and going, okay, what pictures are going on the wall? How do you how do you make this what Elvis wanted? Um, you actually, if you're looking at the decor, decor in the rooms around the hotel, you're not going to see Elvis's face. And you know why? Because we thought, you know, if Elvis was actually building his own guest house, he's not going to have pictures of himself everywhere. <laughs> I, love, I love that way of thought. Yeah, yeah, and, no question. And 
And that's where that has gone. I mean, we had a lot of fans who were going, why? Oh, we want to see Elvis. And we're going, well, actually, this is why we did that. And it's actually very beautifully done and very classy. And it's, it's very welcoming. And I, I surely hope you get a chance to come visit. And it, it really is beautiful. Like I say, you, you go out in this, in this back lawn area, there's a pool. And you really don't feel like you're in Memphis at all. It's, it's very serene, kind of have, has an oasis feel to it. Love it. Well, for more information on Graceland, simply go to graceland.com. Alicia Dean from Elvis Presley Enterprises, thanks for joining us and sharing this. I love your passion for this place. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, and I hope you get to Memphis and Graceland very soon. I'll do just that. Thanks, Alicia. All right, your Chicagoland Weekender is coming up next after a look at your traffic.